Top of the morning to you. My name is Rob, and this is the Earwax Podcast. Cue crazy bad music. Uh, formerly the NBA Top Shot Insider Podcast. We are definitely still talking Top Shot, still talking all things NFT, and mainly play to freaking earn. Why? Because play to earn revolution is goddamn here. And there's not even any really cool games yet. And uh, the space is popping off. So, we are on our way to golf, um, getting back into the um, daily slash every other day um, discussions on wax and how to handle it and what's going on there. Uh, definitely got to talk about the little spike in wax. Went up to 0.6, 60 freaking cents on the dollar. Who remembers when we started and this was about 0.5, like uh, 0.05, like 5 cents when we started this whole craziness, right? So that's good, but let's talk what actually happens. A uh, little topics today on my way to the golf round. Hopefully it's not too noisy, <clears throat> but it's all about just getting the info out there and documenting the process. So first thoughts of what the heck actually happens when wax is mooning? Well, all the other projects completely drop out. It looks like everything lost its value, blah, blah, blah. Everybody freaks out if they're new to the space. And they're like, oh my God, I have to sell everything at a discount. Well, for me, I kind of view it as a discount for purchasing NFTs because um, something I wanted to buy, I'm in this little panda game. Uh, it's freaking awesome. It's adorable, adorbs. And um, I'm really attracted to things that are have a lot of good art behind it and good um, music direction and just good tokenomics. So this panda game is it. I've been staring at this little epic little panda guy. It was somewhere around like 1,300 wax the other day. Um, then it was at 1,000 wax. And then all of a sudden wax spiked and people started selling it for a lot cheaper, um, going for 600 wax. Now, if I want to sell that bad boy just a night later, it's going for probably 1,300 wax. So I basically doubled my bag in wax. Now, did my US dollars, because wax is worth a little bit less now, go down? Probably. But um, I'm just looking to stack rare NFTs in this gaming ecosystem because there may be one or two projects that completely take off that puts wax on the map. Right now, that's Farmer's World. Anything farming related, which is dumb, I know. But anything farming related is kind of crushing it right now. And it's bringing up the other projects. All the other whitelists are literally selling out. And it's costing hundreds of dollars just to get on a whitelist for a chance to buy a pack. Freaking bonkers, right? Bonkers. People are paying $300, $400, $500 for a wax, just a chance to get a pack. Like anything you buy on wax right now is basically three, four, five, ten xing um, It's absolutely bonkers. And this is exactly the same way it was when crypto as a whole was booming. Now it's just wax. Like the crypto market isn't going too crazy, but wax, it's kind of mooning out a little bit. And yes, it dropped back down to uh, normal levels at 0.43 um, cents for wax. But you know what? I'm not even cashing out wax for quite some time. I'm just here through the highs and probably through the lows because I don't think wax is really going to take off until the games actually come to fruition. And I want to be in the games before they come to fruition. I want to be there from the very beginning, right? Look at this Panda game, for instance. And this is just a random rant, as we always do. I'm probably going to stop saying that because that's just what this is. <clears throat> and this is just me talking to myself 
because I have nobody else to really talk to about crypto. And I'm talking to myself and working through my thoughts um, every day on this little podcast. So I got to drive a little faster. I'm going to be late. But look at this Panda game, for instance. The Panda game, from what I can tell, I was just looking, and when I look at a, a project, I go through all the announcements. Where did it start? What are they working on? When did they start? Uh, on the Discord channel. So a little hack there, if you're listening, hopefully this helps you. It definitely is the way that I go through projects and make my decisions to find some winners. Well, look at the Panda project. They initially just started making NFTs uh, back in, gosh, like February or March of this year and the kind of little crypto boom. And they sold some one-on-one uh, NFTs on some blockchain. I don't know what it was, but um, then it looks like they shifted a couple months later into the wax space and started to think about making a game. Now, are they game developers? Probably not. Are they in crypto? Yes. Um, do they know tokenomics? Yes, they do. They have a very strong system that I really like. Um, it's just a click click game. You're making your little warriors. You're sending them to battle eventually. But they started in March. And now the game's kind of coming to fruition, right? At the right time, right? And what am I looking for there? Well, they shifted. They saw this cool platform that they could do a lot with. So they shifted. That's great. Um, then they went to small packs. Their packs were going for like 50 wax or something stupid. Now they're going for over 3000 or more. So that's what I like to look for on projects. Did they start small? Were there people there? How many users were there in the beginning? Um, what was their plans for this game? Well, their plans are to rent out freaking pandas. You can rent your little guys to others right? Fractional NFT ownership. Um, that's the future. That's the next little step. Play to earn. And yes, you own a ton of this stuff. And then you have fractionalized your digital asset for people to play on. Look at um, Mars.card. Uh, I only know the website. Colonize Mars. People bought ownership cards and they just sunk in value for so, so, so long. And this, these people, I don't even know the developers in Colonize Mars are making this game. You technically have like fractionalized ownership People are actually using your land. Actually, it's just actually, it's not fractionalized. They're just using your land to make money. You you have to stake it basically on their land, and then they make a percentage of it. Freaking absolutely bonkers. Those people are probably making bank right now in the actual in-game currency, and they can sell it on the open market and blah blah blah. Craziness. All right, number next. So wax mooned out about sixty point uh, six. Now it's at like point four three. I think I may buy more. We'll see. Um, but I'm going to talk my strategy, my own personal strategy, just kind of getting out of some projects. Um, I like to just sell a little bit of each project every now and then. Um, I also like to buy projects a little bit every now and then as I see they're completely dipping. Like uh, Nova Rally. Nova Rally is one where I just noticed it was like back to the original pricing of when the packs got released. And I found that was a decent time to buy. And then what happened a couple weeks later? Well, they started to go back up because hype came back to the project. And it's just thinking about gaming projects in general and how that cycle works. Gaming projects take anywhere from two to three years to develop an actual game with actual assets. If you want to run around in the game, you may want to add a year, a polished game, and it has to be good. I was part of a project that was about a $25 million project, and the marketing budget was like triple that. And it took us about three to four almost five years, I was only there for, no, sorry, it took maybe four years to make this game from beginning to end. And it still sucked. And it was a massively, massive game. 
they got pushed out. It was a Sonic the Hedgehog game uh, on the Wii U. I'm sorry for everybody that got to play that. It was absolutely terrible, but the aspirations of it was way too high for the time and the tech at that time. But it took us about three, four years to make it, and nobody got to play it. And nobody was complaining that it wasn't out yet either, because that's the normal gaming cycle. But in crypto space, all these crypto people seem to think, oh my God, the game isn't doing anything. And they leave in two months because they're disappointed with the development. You know what? Go fly a freaking kite. You know how hard it is to make a video game? You freaking try it. It's amazingly hard. And I lost half my hair there and I'm losing half my hair in the crypto market. Anyway, number next, new projects. You stayed to the end and I'm sorry it's loud. I don't, I'm not even going to listen to this back. So if you can stomach it, um, the little gems are here. The one project that I'm definitely in quite heavily, you can even see it on the blockchain, which is great. You can see how heavy I am in it. Probably one of the three top buyers is a game called EnviroBlocks. And they're going to start their token soon. And they're going to start their game soon. And what have they been doing? They've been building for six, they, no, they've been building for like a year, a year or more. And they have not done shit. They have not done anything for the game. They have a website, they've sold packs, and they have been heads down working. So I'm going pretty big on this one. I already have. If you're interested in it, go right ahead. Do what you got to do. Not financial advice. But if you look at the Telegram and you watch them for, for gosh, I don't know how long, um, the past yeah nine months or so, what have they been saying? They've been saying, you know what? We've got to do this the right way. We're going to consult our lawyers. We're going to make sure we know how to do this correctly. And we're going to develop our game in the background. We're going to sell these assets, but we're not going to do anything until we really understand how to do this moving forward. They built their website, they built their game, and it's coming out pretty soon, right? I have no clue what it is. It could suck. No offense um, to the guys that I've met in the Discord uh, or in the Telegram. You guys are awesome, but it could suck. You never know. You wait a long time and it could suck. To be quite honest, Colonize Mars freaking sucks. The layout is stupid. I don't get it. Hopefully it's a goddamn alpha because it's bad, super bad. Anyway, um, it looks cool, actually. I'm being harsh. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, but number next, go back to EnviroBlocks. So EnviroBlocks, and yeah, is this like a pump? Sure, why not? It's more fun to have friends in that project too. It's more fun to play with friends. So of course I want to talk about it, um, right? And will it help me financially? Maybe if I decide to sell some of this stuff. But for right now, it's just about supporting the project. And I've supported it pretty heavily. Help them do marketing campaigns and just had fun with it. Why? Because I believe in how they're doing their NFT project. Why? Because they're not going to screw somebody else out of that money from them getting in and then rug pulling. They're doing it the right way, right? And if you look at the people that bought into this project, they have not sold a freaking lick. Very little bit has anybody that originally invested in this sold anything. They're here for the long run. They're here to hold out and just see how it goes. And we've been watching for a quite some time. So that's one game I'm looking at, uh, EnviroBlox. Uh, it's coming out soon. It's going to be awesome. And then another game I'm into for quite some time, you might know about it, it's called Machine Army. It's a, such a little indie game, so small, but uh, they've been selling a ton and I keep buying. It's stupid. I keep buying every single thing for the stupid project and I keep telling them stop freaking selling us stuff and give us some functionality but I keep goddamn buying like an idiot. I don't think it will take off. I really don't. I think the whales are just, well, I don't know. The whales have stuck around for quite some time in that game. I am not a whale there but staking is starting just like all these other games but this game's been in development also for a year. 
a little different than these little panda games that I just talked about, a little different than these other games that are just popping up that are just putting a staking button there. They literally started a couple months ago and they put a staking button and that's what's popping off right now. But what people will find out is that that staking button won't do much and they'll release a little tiny update and they're like, what the hell was this? Because they developed it in two weeks. That's why it sucks. The new ones that are staking will fall, crash and burn. That's my firm understanding. I think that will be the case. We will see. It remains to be seen. But I'm pretty sure some of these sleeper projects are going to be the ones that are going to be crushing it, like Splinterlands. Look at that one. Splinterlands freaking woke up and boomed for quite some time and actually has the biggest sale on wax to date. I think it was like $400,000 for a wax land. Crazy. Anyway, that's my little prediction. The sleepers are coming back. It's going to be awesome. We'll talk more tomorrow. I'm at golf. It took me about 15 minutes to get here. I'm pumped up. Wax is just ready to go. And they have a wax coin market cap, baby. Not just coin market cap. It's a wax coin market cap. It talks about all the freaking games on wax. Oh, I'm so pumped. Ecosystem is here. If you're looking into projects and you want to invest in the ecosystem, the ones to look at are Taco, Nefty Blocks, and guess what? Our friends, the Blue Duck. Have a great day. If this helped you, you listen to the end, drop me a DM on Instagram. This is like uh, I swear to God, this could make you a lot of money if you actually listen to this. Not financial advice, but I'm just very confident in myself. Have a great day.